0: Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done amen grant we beseech Thee, merciful Lord to thy faithful people pardon and peace that they may cleanse from, be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord amen our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalm 65 is on page 416. Thou, O God, God art praised in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed in Jerusalem.
1: Thou that hearest the prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come.
0: My misdeeds prevail against me, O be thou merciful unto our sins.
1: Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and receivest unto thee, he shall dwell in thy court, and shall be satisfied with the pleasures of thy house, even of thy holy temple.
0: Thou shalt show us wonderful things in thy righteousness, O God of our salvation, thou that art the hope of all the ends of the earth, and of them that remain in the broad sea.
1: Who in his strength setteth fast the mountains, and is girded about with power.
0: Who stilleth the raging of the sea, and the noise of his waves, and the madness of the peoples.
1: They also that dwell in the uttermost parts of the earth, shall be afraid at thy token. Thou that makest thy outgoings in the morning and evening to praise thee.
0: Thou visitest the earth, and blesseth it. Thou makest it very plenteous.
1: The river of God is full of water, thou preparest their corn, for so thou providest for the earth.
0: Thou waterest her furrows, thou sendest rain into the little valleys thereof, thou makest it soft with the drops of rain, and blessest the increase of it.
1: Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy clouds drop fatness.
0: They shall drop upon the dwellings of the wilderness, and the little hills shall rejoice on every side.
1: The fold shall be full of sheep. The valleys also shall stand so thick with corn that they shall laugh and sing.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the second chapter of the Book of Nehemiah. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, in the twentieth year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, that I took the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had never been sad in his presence before. Therefore the king said to me, Why is your face sad, since you are not sick? This is nothing but sorrow of heart. So I became dreadfully afraid and said to the king, may the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my father's tombs lies waste and its gates are burned with fire. Then the king said to me, what do you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. And I said to the king, if it pleases the king and if your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask you that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tombs that I may rebuild it. Then the king said to me, the queen also sitting beside him, how long will your journey be, and when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him a time. Furthermore, I said to the king, if it pleases the king, let letters be given to me for the governors of the region beyond the river, that they must permit me to pass through till I come to Judah, and a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he must give me timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel which pertains to the temple, for the city wall, and for the house that I will occupy. And the king granted them to me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Here ends the first lesson.
0: My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the 25th verse of the 12th chapter of the book of Acts. And barnabas and saul returned from jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry and they also took with them john whose surname was mark now in the church that was at antioch there were certain prophets and teachers barnabas and simeon who was called niger lucius of Cy- cyrene Manaen, who had been brought up with herod the tetrarch and saul as they ministered to the lord and fasted the holy spirit said now separate to me barnabas and saul for the work to which i have called them Then, having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. And when they had arrived in Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. They also had John as their assistant. Now, when they had gone through the island to Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was Bar-Jesus, who was with the proconsul, Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man this man called for barnabas and saul and sought to hear the word of god but elimas the sorcerer for so his name was translated withstood them seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith then saul who was also called paul filled with the holy spirit looked intently at him and said o full of all deceit and all fraud you son of the devil you enemy of all righteousness Will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And now, indeed, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him, and he went around seeking someone to lead him by hand. Then the proconsul believed, when he saw what had been done, being astonished at the teaching of the Lord. Lord, now let us thou thy
0: servant depart in peace,
1: And make thy chosen people joyful.
0: O Lord, save thy people.
1: And bless thine inheritance.
0: Give peace in our time, O Lord.
1: For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, may clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: O Lord, who never failest to help and govern those whom thou dost bring up in thy steadfast fear and love. Keep us, we beseech thee, under the protection of thy good providence, and make us to have a perpetual fear and love for uh, for thy holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by Thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech Thee, O Lord. And by Thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of Thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Interesting passage from nehemiah nehemiah is uh a wine he serves wine to the king artaxerxes and um he's um going to be sent to rebuild the walls of jerusalem because they have this city and it's a ruin it was a total ruin and uh, of course he went before the king and um, he probably tried to hide his unhappiness but the king you know he's the king so he knows these things and he said hey you look sad and we remember from uh Uh, Queen Esther before she was queen and and actually after she was queen she went into the king and she risked her life because she wasn't um, sent for by the king but she walked into the into the king's presence and made a request at that time and and so um, you know he was the king asked him what he wanted and Artaxerxes uh, is king he's uh, the son of Xerxes who was married to Esther, and she, the stepmother of Artaxerxes, and by most accounts, she might have influenced him out the, about influenced Artaxerxes about the Jewish people and and what they meant, um, and you know maybe made him predisposed to be somewhat favorable towards them, and uh, we'll we'll return to that in a second. Um, so he was dispatched with a mission to build the wall, and then some of the rest of Nehemiah will look at and see some of the um, problems they run into along the way and, and the challenges, and that they do get the job done. So we get in our passage in, in uh, Acts, and in Acts chapter 13, it's a big turning point in Acts. So the first 12 chapters focus on Peter and the church in Jerusalem, and here we turn the corner, and now we're going to focus on Paul. So with Peter, the emphasis on the Jewish was the emphasis is on the Jewish Church in Jerusalem and Judea. And Paul, the, with Paul, the focus is going to be the spread of the Gentile Church throughout the Roman world, and that began in Antioch. And so before they they went out, before they sent Barnabas and Paul, um, we often I think as uh, clergy or or advisors will ask you to ask with the Holy Spirit, ask God to guide you through His Holy Spirit. And if you notice, they were making this big decision and they prayed. And the Holy Spirit said to them, separate for me Barnabas and Paul. And then they didn't just say, okay, everybody, let's go do this because it felt good. They, they went and fasted and prayed some more. And so they were pretty sure. Like Sometimes I, I talk uh, to people who I don't feel like the Holy Spirit talks to me or leads me. And so part of what we do is we come to God a couple times a day in in prayer and once a week in communion. And and we encourage you to do personal prayer and and just spend some time contemplating, you know, what God might have for you and and give him the opportunity to speak to you. And then I think also that they were praying in community, too. It wasn't just one person out there trying to figure out what's going on. There was a group of them. So I think um, the fasting and prayed is important because sometimes we, we want an answer and I want it now, I want it all and I want it now kind of attitude. So our challenge, I think, is to focus on God and our role in God's community and maybe less focus on what's happening with everybody else and um, you know, just concentrate on being the best, best Christian person that I can be because that's what my job is and same with you. And then we come together and we're stronger as a group. So we may not be called like Paul to call down blindness on this evil person, this uh, Elimus. His name was Elimus, and Elimus means uh, magician. And he was trying to, uh, you know, it's like when you're telling somebody something and someone else is um, you know, trying to argue with you all the way along, and Paul had had enough of it, and the Spirit's leading him to do. But our question is, what is the Spirit leading us to do? What is he leading you to do? And are you willing to do what the Spirit wants you to do, even if it's, say, tedious? Uh, we I mentioned Esther earlier, and she honored God and her people even at the risk of her own life. But the rest of her life was being Queen Esther, and she may have influenced, as I said, Artaxerxes, which allowed Nehemiah to return and build the walls of Jerusalem, which is what God wanted. And you see where God got you know God's will is done. It just might take a generation. And speaking of generations, you remember the story of Ruth and Boaz, and Ruth were faithful and careful to follow the precepts of the law. And, um, and honor God in all they did. And I'm guessing they probably raised their son, Obed, in the same faith. And Obed raised his son, Jesse, in this faith. And three generations later, Jesse had a young son who we know as King David. So Ruth was King David's great grandmother. And uh, so we don't know necessarily what our faithfulness and steadfastness brings. And um, I'm, I'm not sure, I can't say whether Ruth was alive when um, you know David was king, my guess is probably not. Um, but, you know, she lives steadfastly and faithfully, and so that's that's our call, too. So we come to God in prayer each morning and evening, and over time, this prayer and reading forms us, changes us, and, and uh, prepares us if we listen to God. So I don't know if you remember, yesterday was St. Peter's Day, and Father Hayden had the most excellent sermon. It was about Peter, but I think even though it was about Peter, it was really about us. And Peter experienced um, three phases in his teaching and time with Jesus. And in the first phase, Peter recognized that Jesus was the Christ, the son of God, and Jesus called him the rock. But Peter didn't really recognize much more than that, because in the next sentence, Jesus called him Satan. So Peter knew who Jesus was, but not what Jesus's mission was. Later, he understood Jesus' purpose, you know, that Jesus had come to, and he uh, could accept the fact that, you know, Jesus might, you know, as Jesus kept saying, I'm going, you know, the Son of Man will die. Uh, but he didn't recognize his place in this mission, and he even said, I will die for you, until he ran away. So finally, after the resurrection, Jesus came and um, restored Peter, and at that point, Jesus understood who Jesus, I mean, excuse me, Peter understood who Jesus is and was and what his purpose was, and he finally understood what his part in in this, in this uh, mission would be. And he started the preaching boldly. And ultimately he fulfilled his promise to die for Jesus. So our call is to draw near to God and allow his spirit to form us and then to obediently follow what the spirit tells us. Let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy Church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we pause and make our private supplications at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together, let's do the Thanksgiving right below that on page 590. To our prayers, O Lord, we join our unfeigned thanks for all thy mercies, for our being, our reason, and all other endowments and faculties of soul and body, for our health, friends, food, and raiment, and all the other comforts and conveniences of life. Above all, we adore Thy mercy in sending Thy only Son into the world to redeem us from sin and eternal death, and in giving us the knowledge and sense of our duty towards Thee. We bless Thee for Thy patience with us, notwithstanding our many and great provocations, for all the directions, assistances, and comforts of Thy Holy Spirit, for the continual care and watchful providence over us through